You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 083. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 83. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. baby well hello little dove <laughs> i love it when you do that shit how are you today you know what i'm doing so good i got this fancy little manicure going on Ooh. and you know got work done on the oh you fancy podcast. Huh? i'm fancy huh <laughs> got some podcast stuff we're doing here and just feeling really productive like a nice blend of work and leisure yeah about to maybe have a whiskey ginge later oh wow hitting that early Hashtag drunk life coach is the new hashtag to you. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there might be something there though. Maybe. It's like drunk history. We did, we did that one podcast. We did one. We'll have to do our hundredth. Maybe we'll do our hundredth. Yeah. We're going to hit the hundredth this year, you guys. Pretty soon. Oh my God. So if you dig this podcast, I can't, I cannot like beg you enough. Please pimp it out. Like share with your friends, tell people about it. Um, we just love connecting with people. We love getting new topic submissions. Yeah. So if you're new to the show, you can cruise by uh, thejoyjunkie.com, click on the podcast, and you can actually leave us um, your thoughts and tell us any sort of topic that you would want covered on the show, as long as it's applicable. I mean, that's where we go all the time. In fact, today sure. our topic is one that came from a listener. Awesome. And it is how to escape from a shit job. Oh, that's always touchy. It's hard because it's, you're like, uh, okay, I need to have something lined up. And so anyway. Yeah. Like, how do I provide? And like, it's a trans, it's a hard transition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it really is like a false sense of security too. It's true. Because we think it's so secure, but it's really not. Yeah. Not anymore. You know, it's really not. So anyway, we're going to dig into that and, um, yeah, so, but before we do, we always love to, you know, hang out, shoot the shit, talk about stuff, and we've been testing out a Gotta lovely... Gotta warm the mics up. What? Gotta warm the mics up. Gotta warm them. I mean, yeah. that's not even a thing, but... <laughs> yes, it is. Isn't it? It, it, it yeah. is to us. It is to me. It is to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we have a great uh, Would You Rather segment for today. So, without further ado... <laughs> Would you rather? I always love that little jingle. I feel like I'm on the Jimmy Fallon show or something. <laughs> I'm if, in the roots. If, if they if they made their <laughs> shit at home, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they are sounding a little off tune. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, in yeah. their little jingles. But all right, anyway, so okay. Mr. Smith, what's the would you rather of the day? So today's would you rather is would you rather have to always dress like a priest or always dress like a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, 
dressing like a priest, you're going to get all kinds of people coming up to ask you to bless them and you know like so okay so is it like is it like a priest who wears collar like a collar with like a suit or is it like friar tuck style or (laughs) is it like wow or is it like a priest like a a cardinal like who has like a full-blown headpiece and shit like that that's pretty drastic well so is a gymnast i don't know i'm not really good about catholicism but how about if you just have to wear a collar like a white collar all the time. That, well, that's pretty chill. Yeah. Okay. Then, okay. I could wear a cardinal. A, fine. I could wear an amazing ass outfit and have a collar and it would still look really good. No, you're going to have to dress like a priest, honey. You have to wear... See, you just keep changing the story. The black outfit. You got to wear the priest outfit. All right. With a white collar. Okay. Come or, on. Or... Or okay, sorry. So if it's a gymnast, is it in like a long sleeve leotard? No, 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 no. I'm talking about those ones that like munch your cho. What? Those gymnast outfits that are like <laughs> super tight and half your butt hangs out of them and. <laughs> right, it's so a leotard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, like they always Not have long sleeve. They always have the long sleeve ones. Oh, the long sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. long sleeve, but there's like your ass is hanging out, but. The moose knuckle alone is not worth going gymnast for me. Or the camel toe. That's tweetable, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But, okay, so would I be able to wear, like, gymnast Here warm-ups? you go with... No! <laughs> Damn it. It's simple. Why do you make it hard? It's so simple. Either you look like a priest or you look like a gymnast. <laughs> All the time. That's this is that's what it. makes it fun, though. This is what makes it fun. What if I was just like gymnast? The, yeah, that would suck. It would suck, right? Yeah, yeah. This is why people tune in. <laughs> that's why people love the segment. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> okay. So I think. Oh, because if I dress like a gymnast all the time, because I wear workout clothes almost all the time anyway, if I dress like a gymnast all the time, it would force me to stay in really good shape. That's what I was thinking is it'd keep me in shape. So would you wear those like boy white ones that are like booties on the bottom? Like they don't, yes. they don't really have feet. Yes. That's the ones. <laughs> Horrid. Um, but you know, here's the thing for me. Like I was thinking about it. I'm a married guy, so I could run around as a priest and be just fine. But if you're a single person, how do you? You know, you wouldn't get any play. Or, no, I bet you anything there's people who are in it. Yeah, maybe they get more play, but from little boys. Ew. Oh. Too soon? soon? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Too low? (laughs) Too low? So, too under the... Wow. Okay, so so what do you pick? I pick the gymnast. Really? Male gymnast, yeah. It'd keep me in shape. I'd always be, you know, um, patriotic. You'd always be ready for a white party. I've always wear red, white, and blue. Um, I think I'd pick gymnast too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because then we would look really good. We would look hot. And then we? when people come over, we could do our aerial act we've been talking about. You know what they need? The, the perfect, perfect cheer. cheer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. This is All going right. downhill fast. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the explosion. Yes. All right. So, um, <clears throat> let's get to some meaty content meaty content okay so let's talk about how to escape from a shit job and uh by the way we can now get your comments way easier so we obviously want to hear from you what what would you rather would you rather dress like a 
priest or a gymnast. gymnast. And why? And why. And then we always want to know your biggest takeaway from the episode. Really, really would love to hear that. So if you're listening on a podcast app uh, that is run on iOS or iTunes, if you click on the image of our show, it should turn around so you can see the show notes. And in the show notes, there will be a live link to this exact episode on our site. So you can cruise over and easily leave comments. So look for us if you're listening on a podcast app. Most of our listeners are. So again, this came from a listener's submission. And she was just talking about how much she can't stand her job and she doesn't know how to kind of break free from that. And how, where do I start? You know, when you feel mm. super dependent dependent on the paycheck and you really do need it to survive and um you know what where uh, what do i do right and fortunately i have a great both of us actually have had situations where we left quote steady jobs um to create our own businesses yeah and so i'm going to give you six different things but the first one is to create a plan and we can both really speak to this but I think we love this idea of something being lined up. You know, we love the idea of you quit one job and you start on Monday at the new one. Um, Or you start your own business and you have all these people ready to buy your product or your service. And it really doesn't happen like that for very many people. Right. Um, And it also depends on how you're wired. I know that some people, you know, one of our good friends just quit her job and she doesn't really have a plan. And she she knows that she needs to do that or she would never make a change. But that's her personality type, you right. know? And I know a handful of people like that. I think a majority of people need to feel like there's some sort of stability somehow. Sure, yeah, You know, like course. I'm creating some sort of security, particularly if um, they have a family to take care of. Uh-huh. You know, that it's going to influence a husband or a wife or children, you know? Yeah. So I really say... Get out a pen and paper and start looking at what what do you need to make each month? What needs to come in? What are other options that you have? For for myself, I was in a really unique situation because I was working for um, a cosmetic line at the time, and I knew that I wanted to transition into coaching. But you know, we were in a situation where it wasn't just like you were like yeah build your business for a while i'll take care of us it was like you need to you need to fucking make money as soon as you change jobs you yeah. know and you know there were we weren't like going to take out a business loan or anything crazy like that and which if you do that knock yourself out whatever it just wasn't a choice for us right. um so i really had to create a little plan and so i did and what what it looked like for me was a shit ton of work i'll be really honest so there was a while when i was working 5 days a week at you know one job and then I was doing all my coaching stuff when I could on my two days off and in the evenings. And uh, and so I started doing little mini goals. And my first goal was to make enough clients to pay for uh, – or make enough from my clients to to pay for the mentor coach that I needed in the my coaching certification program that I was going through. So that yeah. was the first goal and I did it. Then I started saying, okay, I need to make this much from coaching clients in order to go down to four days a week at my job. Right. And then I did it. And then the next step was to go down to three days a week and supplement that with coaching income. And then I did that. And then I got to the point where it was right about that time where I was still working three days a week and I was working four days a week doing 
coaching. coaching that I went, the demand is getting big enough now where I could leave that day job in order to afford me more time. And I, I believe that their clients will be there. And that was yeah. my risk right yep. there. That was my leap of faith. But there was a very real plan around it. Yeah, you have to. Um, you know, I had specific dates of when I was going to step down in hours. I had specific, like everything was really mapped out and very clear and, you know, very definitive as far as the goals that I wanted to attain. So that's, that's how it worked for me as somebody who was going into business, um, into a trade, uh, for myself. So it might be very different for you if you want to stay in the industry you're in, you know, and it might be as simple as, you know, bulking up your resume, taking additional classes, getting some more education, and then start, you know, working with a recruiter or going out there and starting to interview. But just expecting things to change by you just wishing and wanting it, that's not going to happen. Right. So I know you did a similar thing. It was years ago now. It was over a decade when you left working for a spa and to create your own physical or um, massage therapy practice. I've done it a couple times yeah uh-huh. I did um, <clears throat> I did that one and I did one when I was working with kind of an eastern approach center moving over to a physical therapy type center in a different geography yeah um, and I did it the same way I had small goals that led to the big goal yeah but I think in the beginning of your planning you have to have your end goal what do you want at the end of all this what is it, you know, what's the perfect situation look like? And then step back from that and go, okay, what's something I can do today? What's something I can do tomorrow? You know, what, what what's something that this month is going to include that will get me towards that goal? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's great. And I mean, it could even be where you feel like your hands are really tied right now. But what you're doing is you're reading. You're reading up on a career field that might really fascinate you. And you do that every night before you go to bed. You right. know? So... Y- you really can start very small. So um, is it researching new educational paths? Is it, you know, like what is it that you could do? Like you said, babe, like every single day. Um, And something that I think for us as we've, you know, last week we're talking about, you know, goals and things we want to accomplish. And I start looking around at the things that we've allowed to clutter our space you know, namely television and, you know, playing little games on our phones. Like we've deleted all that where we got rid of cable. Like we're starting to look at where does all of that energy that I could put towards these other things I want to attain. Yes. Where is it going? Where's it go? Because it's there. Uh It's, you know, like, you know how people say, oh, Beyonce has the same amount of hours in the day, which I fucking hate that. But it's true that we all have the same amount of hours in the day. It's a matter of what we're going to do with them. She has a full-blown fucking staff, so that's a little bit different. She didn't different. always. She didn't always, though. Right. And you look at people who who seem to be overnight successes, and there's been <clears throat> decades behind yeah, them yeah, yeah. working. Didn't see all the work. Working sure. really, really hard. So, so I say that, like, now I have an amazing situation that I'm so grateful for, and that I can be working in my sweats every day, and I don't have to see clients in person like I used to and I don't have to work seven days a week like I used to but I really did fight tooth and nail for it you know in the beginning to create a sustainable living on my own yeah so it takes fucking work so if you're a lazy ass and you're expecting it to just get handed to you you need to guess again yeah you'll be in a shit job (laughs) you'll be in that shit job forever so 
that first thing, you guys, create a plan. Create a plan, whatever that looks like for you. The second thing is to create some sort of structure to help you stay connected to that end goal. And that's really like what you just said, you know, really knowing what is that? What is my end goal? Is it working for a specific company? If you're an actor, is it getting higher? Is it, you know, getting your SAG card? Is it being, you know, what, what is the overall goal as it pertains to this career path for you? What is it? You know, quantify it. And I know for myself, um, I was in a situation where I was working in cosmetics and I was not happy at all, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And that was what was so challenging is I knew I didn't like the job I was in. Right. But you didn't know where you wanted to go from there. Yeah. So yeah. then it was like, Ugh. so my <clears throat> goal for a while, for a good two, three years was to solidify an occupational path. Right. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So the goal was figuring out what I wanted to do. So what did I do? I started experimenting. I did an art and creativity for healing workshop where I got a certification to work with dealing with uh, healing sort of modalities through an artistic medium. Um, I finished my bachelor's degree during yeah, that time. Yeah, I was going to say, you went to school. I did, I did mm-hmm. a bunch of different things to kind of feel out um, what might be this next chapter, but just expecting it to come doesn't usually happen you have to search it out you have to feel around what feels good what do you like what do you enjoy um pick people's brains who are in businesses that you think you would be interested in or um you know a great resource for that is score oh yeah yeah if you go to score.org um they always have like people that have been in all types of businesses uh and they are there free of charge that where you can meet with them and get their opinions that's awesome yeah so you might even go to score and see it's the under the uh, small business association uh and they have a ton of resources for that nice that's very cool um yeah sometimes i think it's just about getting back to the basics you know like i remember during that time too before I was really clear that coaching was it and running my own coaching business, self-help business, was what the next chapter was going to be. I remember just started going through, like, what do I love about this job? I love being with people. Um, I love teaching and educating. When I was educating, I was a, a trainer for a cosmetic company, so I loved delivering information to, like, a large group of people. I said, you know, oh, I have to be involved with something creative. What are the things I don't like? I don't like retail. I don't like, you know, selling, you know, selling shit, peddling goods and wares um, in the traditional sales uh, way. Right. So I just started taking inventory of all these things. And that was really what helped me propel and look at what, what could this next job opportunity be. So that's on you. Start digging into that. Start researching it. Check out SCORE. Um asking people you know there's so much stuff that exists out there that you would never even know exists exactly you know do your research the third thing and i think this um i think this you helped me a lot when i was going through this which was years ago now um look at your current job as funding your dream that's a great yeah i like that so it's not I mean, and this is all just a perspective thing. And this is if you are in a situation where you need to stay there for a little bit. Like for me, I, I made a very conscious choice to stay working for the company that I stayed with because they paid for my bachelor's degree. 
Right. And I knew I I want to stay here because I have this generous, incredible opportunity and you don't have to commit to staying with the company for X amount of years after that. Like it was a really, really liberal, generous policy. Right. And so I was like, okay, I, here I have an opportunity to get my education paid for if I hang out. And so I, I really chose to do that. So um, I knew this is funding my dream. This is funding a goal that I really, really wanted. Um, so it's really, truly just a perspective thing. So even if it's buying you time to plan your plan, yeah, to build your plan, um, it's funding you. It, it's supplying you. It's getting, gets putting gas in your car. It's putting food on your table. So come at that from a different perspective of of gratitude. I remember you would always say, "How's your character building today?" <laughs> um, right. And it was really helpful because I had this crazy dichotomous situation where I'd be working with people on like their core values and you know their negative self talk and stepping into their power and all this coachy stuff. And then I would go into this really superficial environment where not only was I dealing with superficiality from like a cosmetic standpoint, but also the environment. The people who I were was around, really, it was all about the latest handbag and the latest party and boozing it up and, you know, all of that stuff. So, um, I, so that was a very challenging for me to be like who I wanted to be in the middle of that environment. So my perspective was one of, okay, this is my opportunity to be who I want to be even in the middle. Despite the fact. Yeah, of yeah. an environment that doesn't foster that. So again, pick a perspective, whether it's this is my character building opportunity or this job is funding my dream. Pick a perspective that allows you to make the best of it. So true. Like truly. If it's, you know, the duties that you have, if they're really awful and you hate them, make a game out of it. Like try to do anything to to create a different perspective about your current situation. Um, number four, and this is really kind of tagging on to that one, is, um, is character building. And incorporate what you love into your work. So, you know, like I said, you know, you would always... I, I just kind of jumped the gun and explained the whole character building thing. But in if you can incorporate what you love into your work, this is amazing. Um, so I'll give you a couple of examples. One gal who I used to work with when I was working in cosmetics, retail cosmetics, was interested in becoming a personal um, – uh, oh, my God, personal trainer. Like okay. She was super into fitness. So she would – sit up against the wall and like do wall squats like when it was dead <laughs> and she would get other people to like get involved in it and stuff like that and and how funny you know it was just a way for her to incorporate what she loved right. into her day job for me what that translated is whenever i was doing makeup whoever happened to be in my chair also got a fucking self-help lesson a free coaching lesson yeah <laughs> yeah like i was total therapy um for me and for them right so for, for me, when I would get to connect with people on a deep level the same way I could in my coaching work, that was like, ooh, it was a win. Yeah. Um, something else that I would do, um, and God, I, I've mentioned this before. If they knew, they would kill me. But I would make a game to see if I could not get any of my brushes dirty. <laughs> like, can I actually go through an entire day without 
doing any makeup <laughs> you know and it was like a li- <laughs> it's, I mean that was definitely towards the end I really really didn't want to do it <laughs> so um I know everybody now knows like don't fucking ask Amy to do makeup right she yeah, yeah. would rather gouge her eyes out yeah. I want nothing to do with it like there's nothing. a would you rather right yeah right well I definitely <laughs> love when Halloween rolls around and we've got like a sweet sure, setup yeah, I yeah. love that and I love that I love me looking pristine but I want nothing to do with anyway anyway so is there a way that you can incorporate your love or your dream or your future goal or what you're working towards with what you're doing now? Even yeah. if it's um, conversing about it with people in the lunchroom about their biggest dream or what do you want to do when you get out of here or yeah. whatever. <laughs> is it prison? Can be. What do you do when you get out, man? It is called How to Escape from a Shit Job. That's true. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then we talked about this one a little bit too, but number five is use all of your free time to work on your goal. And this is really, um, this is not doubting that you love it, but it could be that maybe you're not setting yourself up for success as far as how much time you're allocating to really working on your goal versus how much time you're watching TV, you're dicking around on Facebook or Instagram or you know, Candy Crush or all the other things, the mind-numbing things that just blank us out. Like if you're doing that, at least could you be on social networks with people who are in the field that you want to go after? Like if you're going to mind them out like that, at least start making some connections in the field that you want. And and granted, there's definitely a time and a space for leisure. But I think for, for most of us, if we look around, we waste a shit ton of time. Yeah, those devices do a lot of that for you. They know, really do. For I mean, sure. you look around, everybody's got their head down. They don't even talk to each other anymore. Yeah. Um, so is there room there? Like, could you put a container around any of that leisure? Like, okay, you get one hour of television. You get one hour of Facebook dicking around or you get whatever. And then we're going to start researching. Or then we're going to start um, putting in our applications for our PhD. Or then whatever it is. Whatever it is, right. Then we're going to go and score. Insert your dream here. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, and then number six, this is one of my favorite things, and I, I might have to quote her. One of my good colleagues, um, her, my dear friend and colleague, her name is uh, Lisa Stedman, and you can find her at lisastedman.com. And she has a saying that she always says, uh, dream plus do. And she, because she always talks about, yes, you need to dream, you need to fantasize, you need to conjure up the vision of whatever you want, but then you actually have to fucking do something. You have to do something. So it's a do dream, not a dream. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it didn't work. It, it took me a minute. It sounded better in my head. It, it did, did it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> so, um, so you can go the opposite way where you're where all you're doing is doing, 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 checking off lists and nothing has any meaning. Yeah. Or it has no, no soul, no heart. You're just checking shit Hamster off. on the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just dream forever and do nothing. So it's really about having both, having a passion, something that you care richly and deeply about, and then actually taking action and doing something around it. So um, also when you, when you really do, do get into action, even if you come up against closed doors, uh, it keeps your momentum going. You're yeah. like, oh my God, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm going after in something. Flow. I'm yeah. working for something. And it's also about perspective when you when you do come against closed doors. Like for me, 
um, like I was mentioning earlier, I went through a, a training called Art and Creativity for Healing before I went back through coaching. And I really thought, oh my gosh, maybe I'm going to start teaching these art classes and this might be a real big like piece to my work. This might be this might be it. This might be it. And then as I, you know, got more involved in the program, I realized that it really was kind of a shut door. There wasn't much opportunity there at all. And I could have very easily said like, done, throw in the towel, I'm just going to stay at my job forever. But I was like, okay, I'm one step closer. So now I know that that doesn't work. Uh huh. So, but what are the components that I need in my life? I need creativity. I need to be in front of people. I need it reaffirmed that I wanted to be teaching and educating yeah. people. So there's always information you can gather and it just depends on how you choose to view it. Like, are you look at it, looking at it like shut door, case closed, can't go any further? Or are you looking at it uh, as far as like, oh, sweet, I'm one step closer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And all of those things also build your character. And when your character builds, you get yourself into a situation or put yourself into a place where your dreams can become true. Yeah. Can become reality, right? Whereas your character might have not have been ready for what you're dreaming about. Right. Right. So if you're doing all these little things to help build your character and perspective changes and, you know, putting things in place, all of those help build your character. And that's the road to the big dream. <laughs> and that's something I've always uh, had trouble with. Yeah. Was enjoying, enjoying the journey. Yeah. I wanted to be at the end road. Yeah. Right. But it's not about the end road. You're never at the end of the road huh. until you're six feet under. Right? Right. Even then. Even then, perhaps. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's a really great point. And, and I really think it's not always about what we're doing, but who we are being while we're doing it. Yeah. And that is, yeah. that's indicative of character right there. Oh, show. Like that's not, you know... <sighs> It, it's so easy. Again, like I was saying before, it's so easy for me to be who I want to be when when the environment is suit, suited for that. When sure. I'm with people who want to talk about their goals and dreams and core values and shit. And then when I'm around other people that test that, that's when my true character comes out because I yeah. have to flex that muscle. So it might that might really be what you needed. You know, there there's a very real reason why you are in that job. And it might be to learn gratitude. It might be to learn diligence. It might be to be around people so you don't want to be like them. Right. It could be a ton of reasons. But yes. if you don't look for the learning, you'll never fucking find it. Absolutely. So look for the learning because you will find it, which will then equal wisdom. And you can go about your life creating much wiser choices. Much wiser choices. So true. Great advice from the joy junkie. Yeah, mic drop. Um <laughs> I think that's everything that I wanted to say about that. And I, I just think, um, take heart, you know, take heart. It, it really can feel awful to be in those situations. But there have been so many cases of people creating what they wanted to create simply from that dream plus do, yeah. simply from that place of I'm going to take action. I'm going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So create your plan. 
cre- I called it my escape plan. And then work your plan. And then you work the plan. Yeah. And you were always so good about that. Like when I would have a down day, you'd be like, you're working your plan, babe. You are working your plan. Yeah. It's not forever. So, so it was really great to have somebody in my camp. You know, is there somebody you could have to be in your camp and uh, cheer you on with that same sort of thing? For sure. So... Yeah, you are capable of far more than you give yourself credit for, so go out there and fucking act like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your first cheerleading episode right there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. So I think that's it for today. Please swing by thejoyjunkie.com and um, grab your awesome freebies. Oh, and yeah. um, please, 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 if you dig the show, swing by iTunes and give us an iTunes review. It's so helpful for us. And those yeah. of you who have, thank you so much. For sure. And uh, we will catch you next week. So here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.